What is up, guys? Hope everybody's having a great day. You're here again with the Real Talk Podcast, where we talk about today's issue through God's Word. I'm your host, Freddie Hart, and I'm with Gideon and Jog Bay. And so today we want to talk about accountability because accountability is one of those subjects where sometimes in life you look for an accountability partner, but you don't want to be pushed, and the pushy accountability partner you don't want to have in your life. So we want to talk about some things today that we've noticed that helped us and that would have helped us in middle and high school if we would have learned about accountability. So when I say accountability, Gideon, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? I think about somebody that is willing to be a friend, a true friend that that loves you enough to tell you the truth, right? to, to say the things that you need to hear to help you become a better person, become the, the person that Christ has called you to be. So that's what I think about accountability. Okay, yeah. So the first point that I have is accountability should come from somebody who's going to speak it like it is, not somebody who's going to make you, not somebody who's going to let you hear what you want to hear. And I say that for this reason, that if you want to be held accountable, it's always about trying to get better. And so somebody who tells you what you want to hear is not ever going to make you better. Um, when I played sports, the best coaches that I saw, and you can probably attest to this, the best coaches that I saw were the coaches who pushed us and the coaches who said, hey, we're going to make you better. And they never really told you that you ever did a good job. The coaches who were always like, man, you're doing such a great job. Keep fighting. Keep pushing. Keep doing your best. I never saw those coaches last long. And so that's kind of the way I think about it. So that would be the first point, um, that accountability should be somebody who is going to give it to you like it is and not necessarily just tell you what you want to hear. Yeah, one of my coaches, um, Wilbert Johnson, like he he was always on me about everything. He's one of my favorite people on the planet. Like Every time I go to Miami, I go see him first because he was one of those coaches that was always on my head, always made sure – that I was doing my drills properly, making sure that I, was, um, I wasn't being lazy and I was doing everything that he wanted me to do in practice and in the games. And he never took his foot off my neck, ever, like in any game that I had. The only time I felt like he was being, that like he ever showed kind of any kind of affection was in my last game when I played against um, Archbishop Curley. And um, I just remember him embracing me, but that was the first time he ever embraced me after a game. And um, it took... It took all the way through my career for me to get to that point. But he coached me hard, and that's one of my favorite people. That's the people I, I hang out with the most. So, like, I do believe that you, you need that kind of accountability that's going to coach you up and make sure you're, you're getting better. And it does matter spiritually as well. Like, it's not just a physical thing, but it's, it's a spiritual thing as well. So, and I, think, and I think that, again, we always talk about short-term versus long-term. I think that in the short-term, we hate those coaches. But like you said, in the long-term – Those are the coaches you want to go back and visit. Those are the coaches who you always say, hey, like, thank you for pushing me. Like, I remember there's a coach I had, uh, Coach Henson, and he was a track coach. And one time I was, it was when I started playing football, I was playing JV, and I was just playing bad. And so, I mean, growing up, you're always told, like, yes, sir, no, sir, like all that stuff. Well, I kept telling him yes, sir, no, sir, as he was chewing me on the sidelines. And he was like, I don't want to hear yes, sir, no, sir. Like, I just want to see you play and, like, do what you're supposed to do. And I don't know what it was, but from that point, it kind of changed the way that I thought about like accountability. Accountability is not, and that goes into our next point, accountability is not something that you always want to hear, but it's something that you need to hear. Yeah. And so that works out perfect because that goes into our next point. My next point for you guys is accountability is not always supposed to be easy. We always talk about somebody giving it to like they're supposed to and spit in the real. But 
when it comes to accountability, I think a lot of times people think like it's only supposed to be like constructive criticism. Like, no, sometimes people need that that oomph in their life, that push that's like, hey, you're doing wrong. Hey, like this isn't acceptable. Hey, like you need to step it up. Yeah. And I think that from that perspective, there's a scripture. And if you can look up the reference, that'd be great. The scripture that says, um, so iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. And I heard a guy speak about that one time and he said, iron sharpens iron. But always remember when iron sharpens iron, heat rises and sparks fly. So that's one of those things where everybody will hear, oh, yeah, accountability is important and it's and it's great. And but there are also those times where it should be like, oh, yeah, you're doing an awful job. Like you need to get right. If you want to live a godly life, like you need to stop doing that. So what what reference is that? Um, Proverbs twenty seven seventeen. So Proverbs twenty seven seventeen. It says, so one man, so iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. But always remember that when iron, like if you actually look online at iron sharpening iron, heat rises and sparks fly. And so that's something that you need to understand when it comes to accountability. Absolutely, man. I just remember many times. Um, in college where I was still trying to figure out how to walk with Jesus. Like I had good friends of mine, like Kayla, Kayla Norman and Max Garcia and, um, and Inslee, Inslee Dent. Like I remember them sitting me down at a frozen custard place called street, um, Sweetberries in Gainesville. And like they, I, I made, I made a really bad choice. And at this point I was a spiritual leader in college and people knew who I was and people knew that I love Jesus. Yeah. But when I made my mistakes, like they sat me down and said, Gideon, like, you cannot be, you cannot say that you love Jesus and still live this way. Like you have to make a choice. Are you going to follow Christ or are you going to follow the world? And even though it was really hard, like nothing they said, like they weren't mean, but th what they said was not easy to hear. And uh, I remember driving back home frustrated and mad because I got found out and I got called out. And I have to make a decision to say, man, am I, do I really love Jesus more than I love my sin? Do I really love Jesus right. more than my decisions I'm making right now? And I, I have to make a really hard choice. And I did. Like, I had to cut those things off. I had to stop doing what I was doing. And I had to have accountability. Like, I needed people. Um, Max being one of them, he was my roommate. Like, he was always on me. He made sure that I wasn't, I wasn't slipping up in that area anymore. Like, he was always making sure that I was doing right. And it was necessary. It wasn't always easy when, when I did Cause there wasn't perfect moments. There's times where I would mess up in that area and he would, he would still say, Hey man, you already know, you know better. We sat you down and talked to you. Like that's not right. You're doing wrong. And I needed that because, because of those, those moments, I, I ended up walking better with Christ. I ended up living holier in that area than I didn't did before that accountability in my life. So it's not easy. And those are my friends. Those are people yeah. that I love and they love me, but they love me enough to tell the truth. So it definitely wasn't easy, and it, that that's the kind of accountability you need. And it's funny you said that. So, like, you're talking about a spiritual, and we all need those spiritual accountability partners. I know when I was training for the NFL, I had a buddy of mine. His name was Afalabi Laguda. I think he's, he's going to Canada right now, but he was with the Rams, and he was with the Falcons. And so Afalabi, we call him Foe, Foe would always – he would never have anything positive to say when it came to working out. Mm. Like I would go in there and we'd be lifting weights and we'd be going after it. And he'd be like, that's all you got. Or I'd say something like, I want to be one of the greatest. He'd be like, how come you don't want to be the greatest? Or like we'd be running drills and I'd bend over and put my hands on my knees. He'd be like, get up. He's like, that's not what people do. And even though he was that person who was making it not easy and making it tough, 
I'll tell you to this day, we FaceTime and we'll talk for hours. We call each other and we ask each other, how's life going? I could call him right now and he'd pick up and we could have a 30 minute conversation just about anything, whether it be spiritually, whether it be football, whatever it is. And so like you were saying with Max Garcia, it's one of those things where it's not easy, but you need somebody in your life who's going to hold you accountable like that. And so for the last point, I think we always talk about accountability partners and that's great. But I think we also need to realize that we need to be accountable to God. Um, I think we talked about it in peer pressure in the peer pressure episode that if you're always if you're honoring God, you're always in the right. You're you're never in the wrong. And so back, like you said, a guy like Max Garcia, you need people like that who will hold you accountable to God. And so that's the that's probably one of the most important things because I know that. Being accountable to man, like sometimes that can be easy, especially if you don't find the right accountability partner. That goes back to our first point. But I think being accountable to God is most important because we're here on on God's earth for a purpose. And so in order to make sure that we're making the most out of each day and honoring him, we need to hold ourselves first and foremost to being accountable to God. Absolutely. Um, the verse I think about is um, in Numbers Numbers 20, when Moses struck the rock, um, God commanded him to touch the rock right? so he could be able to provide water for the people of Israel. But he struck the rock out of anger because they were just complaining about the situation that they're in. And he got mad because he's let them out. He's led them out of Egypt um, through God's power. He's made them cross the Red Sea. They've seen God move in all of these ways and they still don't trust God and they still don't trust Moses' leadership. He just got fed up. Yeah. And he struck the rock. And, and it's, cu- fun, it's funny. I didn't mean to interrupt, but good? The, the best part about that story is, and this goes back to being accountable to God first, the best part about that is people who were with Moses would have been like, are you serious? God did that after all the stuff that you've done? God did that after all the people you impacted? But no, he had to... Being accountable to God comes first. And so when he did that, regardless of what people thought about him, regardless of how people thought they they were impacted, he had to hold himself accountable to God. And at that time, God said, no, like, no, you're not going to get to get all the rewards I have for you. Because, Absolutely. Yeah. Because you hit the rock. And yeah. so that's that's a great point about we're always have to be accountable to God first and man second. Absolutely. Yeah. And and Moses didn't go into the promised land. Right. This is the dude that God met on the side of a mountain. Right. And took his slippers off and he saw the burning bush and he had all the commandments and he went, went to the people of God, rescued them, crossed the sea, got them through Mount Sinai, went around the wilderness for 40 years and then he wasn't able to take them to the promised land. Joshua right. had to take them to the right, promised exactly. land because of that, him striking the rock and not touching it. Right. So God is holy and God is God loves us so much that he was like he and he loves his glory and his and his holiness so much that he will not let anybody mess that up. He was trying God was trying to show the people of Israel his holiness and him obeying, Moses obeying him, and Moses forfeited that opportunity and therefore Moses had to take the consequences of that. Right. So hundred percent. So this one is a little bit shorter than usual, but we just wanted to get straight to the point. The three points for today, of course, were find somebody who's going to keep you accountable. Who's not going to tell you what you want to hear. Understand that accountability is not an easy thing. And first and foremost, understand that you're accountable to God before you are to man, because at the end of the day, you'd rather be accountable to nobody on this earth but God, 
than not God and everybody on this earth. So, again, this is another episode of Real Talk. We appreciate you guys listening. Like always, we don't ask you for any money or anything. What we ask you for is if it brought you value, that you share it with your friends, share it with your friends' parents. If you're a parent, share it with other parents because at the end of the day, we love talking about Real Talk, which is today's issues through God's Word.